You are now listening to Financial Fornicating with Madam Money and Friends, the podcast where controversial cash conversations and fun financial tips are shared for healthier relationships with your money. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be big mad or laugh out loud. Either way, we're about to learn something. Let's go. So I'm super excited to have my guest this time, Takesha Artis. Takesha, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am awesome. I can't wait to have this conversation because nobody really thinks about money in this manner. Um, so I'm really excited to have the conversation with you. You've done some amazing work out there. You have a course. People are following you. They love what you do. And you're absolutely beautiful. So, you know, it helps you know, when people want to learn something, when you're cute, I've learned that like people love to listen to me because I'm so amazingly cute. Right. That always helps. Right. Exactly. But for those of you, you know, for those of us that don't know who you are, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, how amazing and awesome you are. All right. Well, I am Takesha Artis. I am a CPA who kind of turned into a life coach. Um, one of the things that I did on this journey when I first started was I, like most people, I graduated from college with lots of debt. And I realized that I learned how to manage millions for corporations, but not the thousands for myself. And I was in financial problems. And so um, with a little bit of mindset work, with a lot of strategy, I was able to turn my financial situation around. And I wanted to really help entrepreneurs in their journey do the same thing. I wanted them to have profitable businesses. And when I started, I realized that a lot of entrepreneurs really weren't as committed to their financial foundation they didn't really care about the profit they really just wanted to earn money and spend money and so i kind of did a lot of research into why that is and what i found is that um most people have these money stories and sometimes the money stories that we have they just don't um support our dreams our goals and I really wanted to change the conversation and perspective on how we can have wealthy lives um, and use our business as a vessel for wealth. That's awesome. And even those principles that you apply to business, it's also personal as well. Yes. You know, we don't really respect the operation of a household and the finances as much as we probably should. But and that's where you get into this holistic um, wealth, you know. So tell us a little bit. What does that mean? Holistic wealth. Most um, financial educators, they think like, oh, it's about the strategy, the behaviors, what you do with money. But what I found is that if you don't have the right mindset, it, was, it doesn't matter what you do with money. You're still not going to be comfortable with it. You still won't do the things that are needed to even change your behaviors. Mm -hmm. So while we say, oh, you know, save, well, most people know to save. Why don't they? Mm -hmm. um, and so what I realized is that it is all inner. It's all inner work. It's all that mindset. And, you know, people think when it comes to mindset, it's just changing your mind about something, but it's really changing your thought process, what your perspective is on it, what the story is, 
Um, what's your spiritual connection? What is it that you feel about yourself? Money isn't really a money problem. It's really a self problem. Um, how do you view your higher self? How do you view your lifestyle? Like, what is it that you want? And I've found in my own journey, what I thought I was doing was really changing my money mindset. But what I was really doing was just changing my whole life. And money was a byproduct of that. And mm. so I'm like, oh, now I get it. And so I really want people to um, just really live better lives. And I know from my own experience that when you change your mindset, your spirituality may deepen. Your The way you think about um, life may change. The way you think about business may change. And all of those are great things and they're all needed and necessary. So it's um, a mix of money. It's a mix of psychology. It's a mix of NLP. It's It's just a mix of things, but it all starts with um, the inner changes that you want. It starts with you. Absolutely. I love that. Um, I am a soul. I'm a big subscriber of that, that it's usually not a money problem. It's something deeper than that. So when couples, you know, when um, marriage counselors come in and say, hey, I need you to help this couple with their money problem. You know, when I find out that they have a hard time communicating about money, it's not just about money. They have a hard time communicating about other things too. Yeah. And money is the byproduct of, you know, and we just carry that on with us. And so you, you um, uh, what is money to you? Like a lot of people see money as energy. They see it as whatever, but what is your perspective about money? It's just a tool. It's just a tool. It's something that we use as currency to, I do this for, for in exchange for money. I want this and I exchange it for money. It's just a tool. It's a tool to help me sustain my quality of life. Nothing more, you know, nothing less. You know, I know about the energy, but in simple terms, it's just a tool. Mm -hmm. So it's like bartering. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I may do, I do this a transaction. So my currency may be my skill. And yeah. so if I'm going to do this for you in exchange for you doing something for me, we've done, we've bartered, but we've exchanged the tools and our tool could be our intellectual property. It could be our skill set mm -hmm. and money is a tool as well. And I always say money is a tool and it should never have the power to destroy what God has put together when we're talking about money issues with couples or friends or family yeah. with that. You know what I'm saying? We give money a little bit too much power when it's just a tool to help you get some of the things that are meaningful and some things that are not meaningful, they're just pleasurable. Yes, you know? um, absolutely. And I think sometimes we think that it's money that we want, but like you stated, it's sometimes it's not. It's the things that money actually affords us. It's the security that we think that money will give us, or it's the pleasure of the trip that we want. But we think, oh, I need money for this. No, you actually want the peace on, on the island. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I need money. I need money. It's like, no, you actually wanted the security of having a home. Um, and so when I say that money is a tool, it's just something that you use to get you the things that you want, whether it's something tangible or whether it's something that makes you feel a certain way. Um, but sometimes it's the things that make us feel the certain way that drive us the most when it comes to money, good or bad. Why do you why do you feel that? So, I mean, why do you why do you feel that's the case? 
Because we're so tied to the experiences that shaped us in childhood. So if I grew up without money, money could be one of the things that I want. Um, and I may do things to ensure that I never feel that way again. If I haven't healed that story, then I'm more often going to repeat it um, because I haven't, you know, been aware of this is my story about it or this is what I feel about it. Um, and so you repeat what you've learned or you could feel that, you know, you saw something in childhood and that just stuck with you. And so you think that that's how money is supposed to be. This is the only way that money um, is supposed to be handled until you're exposed to something different. Mm -hmm. And most of us aren't exposed to that difference sometimes. So we don't know that, you know, wealth doesn't have to look a certain way or, you know, you don't have to do sell your soul to be wealthy or you don't have to be greedy to be wealthy. Um, you know, we have all of these emotions and these stories tied to what money is or what wealth is or what even success is. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely agree with you. Now, a lot of people will talk about money manifestation, right? Because mm -hmm. people are focused on money manifestation and those people that really focus on money, um, uh, they want to manifest it, but they have a hard time manifesting money. So why do you feel that, or do you believe that people have a hard time manifesting money? Or what is, let's talk about what is money manifestation okay. and then why is it so hard for other people? Um, I think to me, money manifestation is just the process that you use to bring the goal of having either a certain amount of money or, the um, the feeling of money, it's the belief that you can have the money, the goal of money, whatever it is, it's you bringing what you want in terms of dollar amount, in terms of what you're going to do with money into reality. And I think most people can't manifest because they don't believe that they really can have the money. It's like, I really want this goal. I really want this money, but I really don't think I can I can achieve it. And I think sometimes we don't think we can achieve it because we can't see the gap. We know like, okay, this is where I am and this is where I want to be, but how do I bridge that gap? And the gap of uncertainty is what people, how, how do I do it? What, what should I do? And because of the gap, they lose faith, they lose the trust, or they think that, oh, there's this gap that, you know, God is just going to do it. And it's like, well, did you do, did you do forgiveness work? Did you do work to actually um, develop why you want the money? Do you actually believe you can have it? What do you want it for? Are you following the nudges? Are, or are you saying, oh, you know, you got this idea for, um, I love when entrepreneurs, they say like, oh, I, I want to, you know, manifest a six figure year. And it's like, okay, great. And they'll tell me that, you know, yeah, I, I got this great idea, but you know, it just didn't seem right. And it's like, that was your, that was your six figure idea. Like you got it in your lap, but sometimes because it doesn't come wrapped how we want it to be, we think, oh, it didn't work or um, we don't have enough faith. And I think it's faith in ourselves that we can actually be the person who has it. And because we don't have the faith that we can have it or we deserve it or we're enough for it, our manifestations just don't come true. I, I agree with you that most of the time we block our manifestations with our doubt. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you know, absolutely. we block we it with our doubt. And then, you know, we, we try not to, we do these affirmations, do the affirmations, but then we have this doubt of it's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, or we get so caught up in, well, how is it going to happen? Well, if I want this million dollars, how am I going to get, make a million dollars? And we start doing the math and, oh my God, it's all that. And that's not our job. You know, with manifestation, it's not our job on the how, it's the what. What is it that we want to focus on? How do we, how are we going to feel? But how are we going to get there? How is it going to come? That is so not our business. No. (laughs) Because the universe, God, whatever you want to believe there, if whatever you believe and you feel in your heart, the universe, God will give you that. Um, Even if it's doubt, if you don't believe that you're going to get the money, promise you, you will not get the money. No, it's, you know, it's so much more, you know, than, you know, people think. I think there's a manifestation is one of those things that it, that too is just a tool. Um, And I think people think that, oh, if I don't believe in it, or it's like, you manifest all the time. Like mm-hmm. It's not something that's just outside of you. Like you do it all the time. When you have a goal, a dream, that's you. And it comes true. That's you manifesting. It. I mean, manifestation is as simple as you think of someone <laughs> and then all of a sudden they call you. Yes. That is I, manifestation. I, people say that all the time. Oh, I don't manifest. And I'm like, oh, you've never had a dream that you actually believed in that actually I'm sorry, um, that actually comes true. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, you manifested that. Like, it wasn't reality before you had that. So that's you manifesting. But I think that, you know, they think like, I'm just supposed to ask for it and sit on the couch and it'll just come to me. It's like, no, do you, did you do forgiveness work? Did you work on the doubt? Do you, what steps are you taking to actually bring the manifestation to you? You know, we get all of these nudges or, you know, people come to us ready to support us. And sometimes we don't even take the steps. What steps are you taking? I used to say, um, you know, they say faith without action is, is dead. Not faith, a, with a, faith dead. without works is dead. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? What faith, what work? Um, and, but what I realized is, is the work that you need to do is any work that is making you doubtful. If you have doubts, that's your work to make sure that you have no doubt, no fear that you believe without a shadow of a doubt that it can come. And as you do the work, a step will come and do the step. You know, sometimes we think like, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. None of the steps make sense. It's not supposed to, it's not supposed to. Faith is not supposed to make sense. Manifestation is not to make sense. Let me tell you something. Gravity doesn't even make sense sometimes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, you know, and people people believe in the law of gravity because they can see it. But anything we can't see, you believe in air, you can't see that. You, yes. you know what I'm saying? It's what's keeping us alive. If we don't have it, we're going to die. So we believe in what we want to believe. And I, I agree with you is that, you know, faith without works is dead. What are you doing to prepare? You want a million dollars, but you can't even handle a thousand. 
Yes. That, you know what I'm saying? So how are we going how are we gonna do this? God's not gonna bless you with something and you're not prepared for it. Maybe that's why I'm still single. I don't know. Yes, that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother one, yes. <laughs> but you know, it's true. Like you have to, you know, in our in your prayers, I, I have a thing where I say I, I manifest through prayer. And sometimes it is prepare me for this, bring me support for this. Maybe I can't handle this on my own. Bring me the the person who's going to support me in this, whether it's a friend or coach or, you know, a therapist, a counselor, a mentor, mm -hmm. whoever, bring me the support or, you know, shift my perspective on this so that I can see it through your perspective or allow me to surrender. That's really a big one for me. Allow me to surrender because I want to hold on tight to this. And I have to remind myself, like, your job is the what and the why. Um, mm -hmm. The how isn't my concern. I, I need to know what it is I want and why I want it. But the how... Let me release this to you. I can do my part and you will do your part and let me let that go. But sometimes that is the work. Sometimes that's the hardest work is surrender. And sometimes the work is when you're letting go, you know, God wants us to be pruned to prepare us for growth. Mm -hmm. Anytime you want the tree to grow healthy and grow straight, you have to prune it and prune is cutting off all of those wayward branches in order for the tree to grow otherwise it'll be crooked and it may die right so a lot of times we ask god for these things and we must be pruned and being pruned is not just of habits it's not just of mm -hmm. thoughts it's sometimes it's people mm -hmm. and then we don't want to let go so it's like god's trying to prune those people off that are either negative that are not, you know, fulfilling of what God has for you. It could be a bad relationship. It could be a bad friendship. It could be even family members, but we still hold on to it. And they're the ones or that energy is what's keeping us from it. And we just hold on to it for dear life. And sometimes yeah. we just have to let go and let, that's where that let go and let God trust God, yes. trust the process. Even when you don't understand what it is, you don't understand why it's happening but it's probably to get you to where you said you want to be so it can be yeah. manifested. Letting go is probably one of the hardest things that people um, will face because I think sometimes when you let go, you let go of the comfort, you let go of what you know, and it's fear that doesn't want them to, you know, see what the unknown is, or, you know, we don't really like uncertainty, but those are the the times I found when I let go um, and just surrender and say, you know, I've done my part. I, I've done everything that I know to do. I mm -hmm. just leave it to you now. Um, mm -hmm. Those have been the quickest manifestations that I've had. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to let go one way or another, right? You either, yes. let go you either let go willingly or God, you're going to have that tussle with God and you're going to be so exhausted. You'd be like, I can't do it no more, God. You take it. I can't do it. I have I had those tussles. That. I've had those tussles with God. Like, I, you know, I'm like, no, I want to do this, whatever. And, you know, I can tussle with him for years, for months or whatever. And at some point I'd be like, I'm tired. I, You got it. Uh, That's so, I, so I surrender all. That's where that I surrender all is. You either going to do it willingly <laughs> <laughs> or not, but you gonna do it. <laughs> That's so true. It's certain things, but I'm like you, I'm still 
still tussling, but it's certain things that I'm just like, you know what? I am so tired or let me let this go before you let this go. And I'm not prepared and it's worse for me. So let me let this go while it's still good. So I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah. Especially with people, we have the hardest time. I mean, a lot of people have a hard time holding on, letting go of things, like letting go of a house, letting Mm -hmm. go of things. But the hardest thing is letting go of people that we've invested emotional equity into. And that because we have that emotional equity, we have a hard time letting them go. And Mm -hmm. it's when we let them go that God says, okay, now you're open for the blessing that I want to give. So it reminds me of that, that uh, picture on, on social media where, you know, the little kid doesn't want to let go of the little bear Um, and behind God's back is a huge bear. And he's like, if you just give me that and let it go, I have something greater in store for you. But we can't mm-hmm. see what's behind his back. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't see the greater things that's coming. All we see is the bear that we love so much and we just don't want to let it go. And I guess we're here to say it's time. It's 2023. It's time to let it go. Yeah. So that you can get the great. bigger blessing. Absolutely. Definitely. So you have a, you have a course, you have a course called Wealthy First. Tell us Mm -hmm. about that course. So this was the course that I felt like everyone needed to take because it is a, um, it's everything. It's the, you know, financial aspect of it when it comes to wealth. It's the interchanges that are required. It's the relationships that sometimes you you need to let go of and how to do it even when it's family involved. It is the spiritual connections that sometimes we need to either reconnect with or maybe even develop. And it's knowing that you have the time and lifestyle freedom to enjoy wealth. Um, You know, most people think that wealth is really about net worth. But I think to me, wealth is the ability to fully experience life. And so I'm showing you in this course that yes, we're focusing on your money, but we're focusing on your spirituality. We're focusing on the inner game yourself. And, you know, putting all of those in this course, um, just the transformation that people have had has made me realize that, you know, we have to do more work with this, um, especially myself. And it's just been, you know, so beautiful to see people really change how they think about, you know, themselves and money and be ready to have those conversations of, you know, I, I haven't met my financial goals, but maybe I need to to look at it differently. Or, you know, sometimes we set these goals because it's popular on social media, but, you know, it's not really personal to us and how to really let go of what other people think. Um, it's just, it's my my labor of love. It's everything that I've learned in the last couple months. And um, I just, I love this course. Awesome. And how, how can people learn more about it or sign up for the course? They can go to my website, TakeshaArtist.com. Awesome. T-A-K-I-S-H-A-A-R-T-I-S.com. Yes. <laughs> TakeshaArtist.com dot com that's amazing and for those of us that want to continue to follow you to get advice or even to work with you directly how can people connect with you it's takisha artist again on all of the social media so you can find me on facebook youtube tiktok instagram 
Um, maybe a little bit of Twitter, but don't don't really hold me to the Twitter. But yeah, I'm Tahisha. Well, don't I'm hold anybody. Don't hold anybody to Twitter nowadays. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Tahisha Artist on all social media platforms. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking about the money manifestation through self-love. That's what I get out this whole thing, um, that when you love yourself and do you do the inner work for yourself, money is a byproduct. So when everything else is great, money will be great as well. And you can manifest anything you want. Absolutely. So Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you. Thank you everyone for listening and for watching. We love you. There's nothing you can do about it. See you next time. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.